Hello there, listeners. Now, if you are a lovely, loyal listener of the show, you may be confused as to why this episode is called Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles and Gamera and not Bring It On and Bend It Like Beckham. Well, let me tell you, technical difficulties, they happen sometimes. How wild is that? So we were recording that episode and we had some problems. Uh, So... Instead, we're putting this episode now and we'll get that Bring It On and Bend It Like Beckham episode to you very soon. Thanks for bearing with us. Sorry, turtle power time. Bam, bam, bam. Are we not turtly enough for the turtle club? (laughs) I'm Eliza Jansen. I'm Noah Jansen. I'm Zach Coppin-Ellison. Welcome to Twin Picks. Gosh, I love movies. So from where I'm recording in California, I would like to acknowledge the elders past, present and emerging of the land's original owners, the Gabrieleño people. And for myself and Anthony, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are currently recording on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Uh, And I am uh, acknowledging the Elders past, present and emerging in uh, the the Gadigal people on the Eoria Nation, which is so-called Sydney. (laughs) Welcome to Twin Mm. Picks, a show where a pair of actual twins and also me (laughs) also make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and then we decide which one does its job better. Hi, Noah. How are you going? Hey, I'm good, thanks. I'm really good, except where... The introduction, you sold me that there would be a pair of twins here, but there's not, Meg's not here. Yeah. Oh, All we no. have is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle experts. Oh, thank <laughs> God. We needed <laughs> not, to get the experts in. Not Meg. <laughs> yeah. Meg couldn't roll <laughs> with very, it. Roll like a little turtle, like um, <laughs> in Mario Kart or something. Maybe I'm thinking of Sonic, like something that That's rolls. That's the thing that Sonic does. Around. Yeah. Sonic rolls. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I feel so privileged to have this guest on our podcast today. He's a film projectionist. He knows a lot about great artistically weighty film like Fassbinder and stuff. And he also knows a lot about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Welcome to the podcast. Our guest for today is Zach Carpenelson. Yeah, Thank you so much for having me. An academic in our midst. (laughs) We'll see, we'll see. Assuming the next three years go well. (laughs) lovely that's the focus of your study yeah the turtles oh joy yeah yeah Yeah, i I haven't i I got in with a different subject and now i'm gonna take them when i get there (laughs) i have to profoundly thank you zach because um well obviously the viewers wouldn't wouldn't know this but we you know we do get people messaging us and saying what movies they want to watch and <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating there's one listener he knows who he is I'm going to out him it's Anthony Peppy every single what episode is this episode 38 40 this is 40 oh my gosh damn we're there this is 40 <laughs> this is 40 and like every <laughs> single episode Anthony Peppy messages and says 
Turtles. He says, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's been waiting for it since episode one. And because of you, Zach, today is the day. So you are helping us give a product to the fans. How do you feel? I, I'm so glad to deliver on, on the Twin Peaks <laughs> promise that one day the turtles would be covered. Exactly. What, what do you think it is about the turtles that has such an indelible mark on, uh, on the youth? Well, not the youth. He's like a grown man. So I don't know why he cares about turtles so much. <laughs> but I, what do you think it is about um, the turtles that people love so much? People really fucking they, like the turtles. Yeah, they, they're, a, um, they're a strange like cultural obsession that seems to come from like there there are like generations of of turtle fandom that like it's like the 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 kind of like millennial zennial people that saw it on like mm-hmm. saturday morning um and then there's the generation before that who are like in their 30s and up watching um the the original films from the 90s like over and over again it's like a it, it, wow. i don't know it, they also have great toys. That's the other thing I think, which is maybe like what <laughs> got people into them. They're kind of funny, but also quite dark. You it know, feels like have, a big intersection everything. of like lots of those kind of things that kids loved at that time, like Bart Simpson humor and yeah. like yes. Star Wars and like Transformer vibe, like marketing and toys, like and the mass like marketability. And annoying like 80s, like surfery lingo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, how they yeah, yeah, yeah. randomly have really California accents, even though they're under New York. That's really yeah, vague well, and like really, but like very broad. It's just like all stupid terms that they slap together and think it'll instantly be catchy and you can put it on a T-shirt. It is, it works, it's cool. There is, a, there is a bit Cal of debate pretty good. actually. <laughs> about whether Bart or the turtles <gasps> were the first to say cowabunga. Like who, oh. who, who like it's real chicken and egg situation. Turtle <laughs> Yeah. So you Which have to be careful. The cow with that. or the bunga. Yeah, oh, exactly. I'm so excited. Exactly. Well, we'll I think Oh sorry, Liz, after you. I was gonna say, I think something that I find really fascinating about the turtles is like Turtles, the animal, don't you think of them as like a nerd animal or they're like an old, <laughs> in like cartoons, they're always like an old animal, yeah. they're all wrinkly. In like, like these guys are teenagers. Over, they're so cool. In like Over the Hedge, he's like the dissenting older voice. Who's That's like, a turtle. <laughs> in Over the Hedge, that is what I think yeah. of turtles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, but, whereas these four brothers are ripped. <laughs> these <Yeah>. guys <laughs> will fuck you they up. They are small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Uh, there's actually... It's quite funny, like with this episode, like I knew at some point we were going to talk about it, but randomly I'm like, oh, there's actually a lot to talk about with TMNT. They're quite interesting. (laughs) And also I just don't think I realised how fundamental they were for my... I was like, oh, as I was watching this movie, I was like, I watched this a lot as a kid. I have lots of TMNT stories that I'm keen to tell. Eliza, I'll tell the... you watch this a lot. I'll tell the... Do you remember I won... Should I tell my K-Zone magazine story now or later? (laughs) When do you guys want it? I can save it for later to make people keep no, listening. No, I want it now. Want. Do you want it now? It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, so um, as a kid, you know how like, you get a K-Zone and at the back there were like competitions? One of yeah, them was yeah. you send in like some sort of thing showing, I think it was just send in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles art or whatever to get double pass free tickets to any screening at Hoyt's. Of nice of TMNT, the animated one in like 20, like what would it be? 2008 or something like that. Right. Uh And I took photos of everyone in the family and drew (laughs) pictures of the turtles and stuck their faces on the turtle. I feel very violated hearing this. I don't remember this. Dad was Splinter. I think I met, I was (laughs) Raphael because I was a bad boy as we all know. I wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so I made everyone a turtle. And I remember I got 
I checked the mail one day and lo and behold, I won. And I remember. <laughs> and they didn't let you know? They just sent them off? No, no, like, they, they sent me the ticket. It came in the thing. And I was like, well, well done. You've won. And I screamed my fucking head off. I remember running around the house screaming and mum being like, not finding it cute, just being like, this is a bit annoying. He needs to shut up. I just that's a bit mean to mom. I just remember being like, that's I was great. really obnoxious about it. And it wasn't even like a premiere or gold uh-huh. class. It was literally just, just free tickets staying go to points that's good, and watch it. And I saw the movie. There you that's go. Beautiful. So that's Wait, I, I have a question though goes. about your art. Yeah. Because I'm I need to I need to clarify. Did you yeah, stick no. Your family's heads on the bodies of turtles, or your family's <laughs> bodies and put the heads of the turtles. <laughs> that would be way worse. No, um, it was it was my family's That's heads. That's more sinful, definitely. No, I did my family a favor. I gave you all jacked turtle bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Don't. I feel like it's me. much harder I'm to like... draw the bodies of the turtles than it is to draw the heads. Exactly. They have a very distinctive physique. Well, yeah. I didn't win for just out of pity. I won because my art was beautiful. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <man. laughs> I really w- threw it all out on the floor, you know. I stepped up to the streets, well, great to the job. turtle streets. Thanks, guys. <laughs> there you we go. haven't started to talk about the other film. Yeah, there is another we're movie. pairing <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with. We decided. Um, I mean, you, there's not another movie out there about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was quite like hard to find. Yeah. It's hard to find something similar <laughs> to that. But we picked a movie that's about Turtle Mutant. And he fights. He does. So kind of ninja-y. We watched um, Gamera, the original film in the Gamera franchise. This is our first foray into the Japanese kaiju film genre. And it's a really it's, random one. It's a movie one. about a big turtle. Good for us. Kaiju time. I'm all about kaiju yeah. films. Do you feel like, um, Zach, like did you have previous interest in Gamera or is there like a connection? I, I feel like you hinted at this. There is a connection in the mythology between Gamera and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's like, so my I, dad was killed by Gamera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, okay, so there's several several connections that I can figure out. But but like I, I will say I like had no idea what to expect with Gamera but actually very much enjoyed it. Um, Sweet. Lovely. I, um, I, and so, okay, so there's two things. One is that there is like a Japanese demon monster thing called a Kappa, like K-A-P-P-A. And Hmm. um, the Kappa is like this, if you look up like a picture of a Kappa, like an old drawing, it literally just looks like a kind of ugly TMNT character. Like it's like a very, (laughs) it's like almost the same thing. And that, and then I, I know that the guys who came up with TMNT, like definitely based them off of that. And I think, in Gamera, oh. like I obviously I don't speak Japanese, but I but I think they say the word kappa at least a few times. Um, so there's that. But then the other thing was that there was uh, the the Gamera himself. I think is supposed to like not supposed to. The, in TMNT, there is a character in the cartoons and in the second film and everywhere else called Slash who is like what you would get if you mutated a snapping turtle as opposed to a regular cute turtle. And Flash looks identical to Gamera, like legitimately the exact same. Slash and Gamera are so similar. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh, oh, and just another bit of trivia, the Kappa thing is why in Mario they're called Koopa Troopers. It's like Kappa. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's fascinating. Yep. Oh. 
I feel like so fancy today. I feel like we're on like a very academic podcast. Like a little professor's yeah. in the house. Stunning. Right. Well, let's... I, not my uh, not my expected knowledge to have, but I have it. <laughs> You're bringing straight facts today. We love it. Yeah. I think um, we should press on to talking about one of these movies at least before <laughs> we just get caught up in like talking about Turtle Forever. Let's, let's talk about Gamera, the giant monster. <laughs> I, I just thought it was so like, it, it was like such a kind of strange, funny, but also very kind of like moving film about movie? like, not moving, but like, you know how, like, I feel like when I watched in like high school, there was this, this intense sense that, you know, you're going to learn about the cold war and like what happened with the bomb and everything. And you find, right. you read all this media that has like all this subtext and Gamera feels like that movie, but with no subtext, it's just text. <laughs> Like that's, it's like very clearly like we're worried about the war. <laughs> oh, that's so stuff. funny. That's exactly my my initial reaction was like, oh, I would just, I don't know. Because as you said, there's like no subtext to this one. It is pretty <laughs> just like surface level that it's like everything you're seeing is just the product it is. Like it isn't saying much more than just like yeah. people are scared of a big monster, but <laughs> yeah. there's a children who is like, no, he's good. Don't, don't hurt him. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> We'll let Lizzie introduce it first and then we'll, we can, we'll dive in. Yeah, this is like the first time we have watched one of these kaiju movies and I, th- I think if we were going to pick any kaiju movie, I wasn't counting on it being this one because I don't, I don't really know Gamera that well. Like <laughs> he's not really in like the top He's tier. not one of the big boys, no. He's Even, not Godzilla. He's not King Ghidorah. He's, he's not, not Rodan. And he's not Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. He's a big turtle with tusks and he breathes fire, which is pretty good. That's a fun one, isn't it? The fire comes out, as we all know, with the turtles. That would make TMNT better, <laughs> hey? Yeah, um, yeah. If they sure. breathe fire. Yeah. No, but Zach, as you were saying, I think the funniest one with watching this is pretty quickly I kind of coined on to being like, oh, okay, we're kind of, we're not doing much else other than just like a monster movie. Whereas yeah. like what makes Godzilla so indelible and like iconic is that like even now you watch it and you're like whoa how incredible that someone had the idea to make a commentary on like nuclear warfare and like Hiroshima and stuff through (laughs) a monster story like obviously there's been hundreds and thousands of monster stories since but like what that movie is is so and like the the commentary of that movie is is so incredible to look back on and see now whereas something like this I'm like Oh, I actually just had as I actually felt like I had quite a wholesome time just being like, <laughs> oh, we used to just make monster movies with dudes in suits, and that's fun to watch as well. But he's still woken up by an atomic oh, bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's like never commented it's, on. It's like barely like the, it's always no, on the side of science and government, kind of. I think that my my thing though was that I think there is I think like the difference is is like like Godzilla has like very kind of um, carefully like laid subtext and commentary, whereas like. Gamera, I think, has all of that commentary. It just doesn't do any work to, like, make it kind of flow and be poetic and kind of subtle and interesting. Yeah. It's just, like, very literally, like, well, they, the line at the end of the movie is, like, all the countries came together across their ideological borders. <laughs> like, it's yeah. very, like, overt. It's like, yep, <laughs> this is about what's happening right now and we're not going to, like, mess around at all. <laughs> Here you go. 
But even- and I think their solution to Gamera as well seems so like basic. They're just like, let's um, put him in a rocket and shoot him <laughs> into space. It's like, that's so sequel bait. Like, guys, it's you have to actually whack- kill him. You can't just leave him for space to deal with. It's, it's such terrible. a whack ending, especially because you feel like the whole movie is building towards this idea of being like the only person who sees the true beauty of Gamera and understands that Gamera is, a you know, a creature of the earth. And that it's being disrespected <laughs> by the man is this little child who's like, no, yeah. don't hurt Gamera. And you feel like the ending. I love that story. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He gets he gets saved from the lighthouse, and he thinks that it's his turtle. What a little loser! It's funny. So okay, I wish the whole movie was more about. That. I thought, yeah, if they actually rolled with that, and were like maybe Gamera was just this boy's pet turtle, <laughs> and something happened, and he's now Gamera. Exactly. Also, I like, actually with with TMNT as well. I'm like, there are so many places where these could both be weirder movies that they aren't <laughs> that frustrates me a bit <laughs> I, um, I, I really enjoyed the way that they, like 100% at the beginning of the movie if you made this movie today and I'm, I don't know new versions of it have been made the first like half an hour of any kind of like big monster or even any disaster movie is okay how do we keep this under wraps like how do we like manage this whereas this movie is a few people see it and then immediately there's a press conference telling everyone (laughs) and like with no photos it's just like oh we all saw this monster (laughs) just so you know prepare yourselves which is so like it's like such a positive outlook on the world they did like a (laughs) slideshow again they're trying to be like oh no like atomic warfare blah blah but I'm like this world seems pretty good sounds like all the countries kind of work together and you know they all kind of help each other out and then by the end the government's plan does like the whole movie leads didn't you guys i sound like i'm being mean to this but it's a fun it's a very fun movie but like you know how the whole movie they're like oh project z or whatever that's gonna like (laughs) be the final thing and you're like oh they're gonna like blow it up or like you know like take off its head or some shit but they send it to mars i'm like that's not that bad. Like, that's fine. Why? I He'll thought, be back. I thought I was He's supposed fine. to dread that plan. But in the end, it's like, no, it's a good plan. I was like, oh, I thought it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because it was like they were saying that, like, the antagonist, like, for a long part of the movie, the antagonist was this kind of, like, overly militaristic response and the kid yeah. represented some kind of, like, hopeful dream of yeah, just being friendly. Yeah, yeah. ally. And then in the yeah. end of the movie, it seemed like everyone was already on board with that. <laughs> They were all like, yeah, exactly. okay, we're not going to kill him. <laughs> totally, totally. Aww. But hey, I love that guys... kaiju action. I loved all the stomping, all yeah. the electricity. What did you think of his design? Did you think he was cute and you want to give him a little cuddle? <laughs> when he did his um, little scream, I thought he was real, real he'd sweet. He had like elephant noises, I feel, in his sound mix. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I, I had a few moments of being like, oh, it's just, it's just Godzilla. <laughs> like, <laughs> like with a <Yeah>. shell. <laughs> It does make you go, I I was doing a little bit of reading up and it says that the director came up with the idea because he was on a plane and he looked out the window and was like, what if I saw a flying turtle there? And I'm like, (laughs) that isn't like a light bulb idea. Like that doesn't make sense. You know, he says that like, it's like, oh, finally, I've made the connection no one's been able to make before. And it's like, what are you talking about? Why would a flying turtle be there? The the turtle's ability to fly is pretty legit though. That's like, whoa. I think even if he pretty much just is Godzilla with a turtle shell, at least there's like, you know, in the in the character creature design, they use the shell, I think, enough oh, yeah, in this movie. Yeah, where yeah. he's like spinning around and like he sucks in his like legs and his head <laughs> and like becomes a spaceship. Like that was extremely cool. That yeah, was like totally. that, that was the biggest twist of the movie that he can find. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like the flying saucers. It's it's Gamera. Oh, crazy. <laughs> 
Very cute. And the continue and the refer was... to the tablet that was like, oh, it's wa- it's waves. No, 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 it's clouds. Oh, it's clouds. <laughs> oh, so good. He was in the sky the whole time. Sky turtle. Wow. Sky um, turtle. Very stupid. Also... Yeah. Yeah, very it. Yeah, exactly. I also loved when he was pulling the train off his tracks like a little rope. That was really cute. <laughs> he oh. was just having fun. <laughs> He's um, just slinging around. Sounds, yeah. It sounds like you guys really enjoyed this film and I wonder how you'll feel when you try to guess what Rotten Tomatoes score this movie has. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who knows, honestly. Oh, that actually is a difficult one because I feel like yeah. these like old school kaiju films are pretty respected, you think but they there's get a also pass? such an overabundance of them. I'm going to say like in the 30s or the 40s, actually. Mm. I don't think that would have been nice to it. I, can I can I attempt to give the audience score and the critic score? <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. my guess is because the fact that they made so many more of them makes me think that this had some kind of culty response. And it's also like yeah. a weirdly very 60s movie. Like there's that whole dance sequence and everything that's like. Yeah, the go-go. Oh yeah. My God, amazing. So, okay, my guess is like audience is like 50 something and the, and okay. the critic is like maybe 40, 30. Okay. Anthony, do you want to guess as well? I mean, having not seen the movie <laughs> and like having only how you describe this as some like Godzilla Mario Kart mashup type thing, um, which is also some somehow about a nuclear holocaust, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> guess that I'm gonna guess that the critic score is in the 60s, and I'm okay. gonna guess that the audience score is in the 80s. I'm gonna be Ooh. really optimistic about it. Wow. wow. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Guess what, guys. This has a measly oh. audience score of 32. Oh, jeez. And it has a tomato meter critics rating of 20%. How wow. rough oh, is that's that? absolutely oh. rotten. These people are haters. They don't like a mirror. They're it's like, like very I want- like quirky and fun. Like I find it hard to, I mean, like I know it's not an incredible movie, but I had a great time. Oh. I just think I think I found it a bit more boring than you did. I, I, I think there's entire <laughs> subgenres that I'm like, at this point, every one of those films has such entertainment value just by nature of like, oh, they used to make things that were like how this. How they did like, things like, back it in literally the used to exist like this. <laughs> like how fun that is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely did find it like I wish it was a bit more weird. And when it was being weird, I was having more fun with it. Because yeah, yeah. again, because it was so like surface level, I was the whole time just like, well, I wouldn't watch this again. I'd just watch like Godzilla or. Yeah. Or you'd watch like Gamera 2. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd go deeper into the Gamera, you know, um, franchise, yes. into the IP. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm just quite indifferent to it, actually. One of the weirder ones we've watched for the show, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, my thing is that, like, I because I my like starting point was I remembered as a kid going to um, the video store and getting like just like a, like a random like Mothra versus something four, and and you drop <laughs> into those movies and they're completely incomprehensible. Like the plot is for about four minutes of the movie and then it's just long sequences of them fighting each <laughs> other and like miniature jeeps trying to take them down individually <laughs> and like whereas this movie like like for all the ways it could be faulted as having like incredibly strange pace like you could tell what was happening which i appreciated like it was very clear from point <laughs> oh, a to that's B interesting what was going on. so your your brief history with other kaiju films means that the semblance of a plot here for you was actually really appreciated 
yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed being able to like follow what was going on and not being like, you know, like three to four minutes of like very explanatory, confusing. Okay. Now they're fighting. Like I liked, and it was like, <laughs> I, I liked kind of constantly cutting back to these bizarre UN meetings where people switch between like German, French, English, and Japanese to, <laughs> to discuss how they were going to, you know, try and bomb. Like I just, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think I'd love this movie more if it was more about the kid and like that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I love that story. If we made more sense of like the the distinction between, as we said, this like militaristic, like yeah, yeah. governmental approach versus like a more like childlike wonder and like a sense of allyship or whatever, that I think that new Godzilla movie does quite quite well. Like, you know, that statement at the end of the new, not King of the Monsters, which I quite liked, but the other one. The where, Millie Bobby Brown one. <laughs> yeah, the Millie Bobby Brown. Um, the, the Gareth Edwards, whatever his name is, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one, how its statement, say what you want about that film, but I quite like the idea that by the end of the movie, the statement is like, oh, this thing is like a creature of the world and we have to respect that. And like it has been here longer than us and we should respect that. Or like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it has dominion over us. It's like a weird God walking among us or something. And Aww. it's quite funny that this movie, I was like, are they saying that? And then they just shot it into <laughs> space. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> bye. See ya. I, I have yeah. a question gonna... for, for you, you two, which is, it. which is I wanted the, the, the moment in the movie where um, the guy gets up in the club and says, nothing can stop this shindig. Do Ooh. does everyone in that venue get roasted by the flames? Like, do they all die? Because it's very gory. If so, because I feel like that was what was implied is that they're all dancing, and then all of a sudden, Gamera comes in and just like flames them all. Stop this shindig. That fully did occur in my <laughs> yeah. brain. Therefore, yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Also, looking at the poster right now, which has Gamera absolutely destroying everything he sees, I'm like. <laughs> I, I'm going to say the death toll was high. I'm just, I choose to say that. Wow. I reckon it was. I would like to die. Just like go going in a club, dancing insanely like fast and hard and and stuff. An adorable giant. It's like, oh, it's so hot. And then you die. (laughs) And someone warns you with enough time to leave and you say, no. You will not make it out of this shindig alive. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, maybe. (laughs) My go go cannot be stopped. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stop, stop. (laughs) (laughs) No, stop, stop. Oh my God. Um, It's funny you brought up the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. This is kind of, we should move on to talking about our fave Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I wanted to say, do you guys prefer this um, quite pragmatic, like dry B-movie kind of script in a monster or disaster movie compared to like, it makes me think of even in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's like a romantic subplot or they have <laughs> yeah. Millie Bobby Brown in like a heartbreaking, like, you know, yeah. role in the movie. Yeah, yeah. What do you like better? That like slick new way of well, doing it? They're or completely different this pretty things. papery <laughs> style. They're, they're completely different things. So I think it depends on like how effectively it's done. Like I far prefer, I genuinely far prefer both of the new Godzillas to this movie, but mm. I prefer um, like, I, I I don't mind if a story, if like a B movie is quite like simple and clean as long as like it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like this movie where it is just being like surface level, what you see is what you get, beat for beat, it's all pretty like um, obvious or like predictable. Mm. Even inside of that, there, it, 
it makes like little slip ups or like, you know, the one theme it is apparently saying it doesn't fully hammer home, which means that in this instance, I'm like, I prefer the other thing where we, you know, make it a bit more like not dark, but like we take ourselves a bit more seriously in that circumstance. I like that more, but there are lots of like those monster movies. Like, I don't know. This movie made me think about the blob even where I'm like, the blob Mm. is a very simple movie. Like that movie reminded me of this in the sense of like, it kind of, it's just what it is, but it never really missteps in how it simplistic it is, and therefore you follow it all the way through. I don't know. Yeah, mm. yeah. I feel. Like Did me. you feel the same way, Zach? Um, I, I, my thing is like, if you're gonna do the like kind of like um morally complicated, like interesting Godzilla story, you have to like really nail it because if you take like if you take a premise that is inherently so ridiculous. <laughs> And try to make it like incredibly lofty in its ideals. You have to do a really good job, which I think like a bunch of the Godzilla movies do. Um, but like for example, I think a lot of people, and I don't know what the opinions are on this movie that I'm about to mention, but I, I think a lot of people give an enormous amount of credit to the kind of like moral and political complexity of Cloverfield, which I think is not an incredibly great movie that takes yeah, this similar. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like so, like I think like a serious monster movie has like more opportunity in my head to fail than a very kind of like yeah that's very true yeah yeah i i think we also don't talk about like i don't think we've talked yet about that like one of the famous missteps with kaiju movies is focusing as you said focusing too much on the characters and if you're going to do that you have to nail it because you have a complicated thing of being like in a Godzilla movie, what you want to see is Godzilla, but you can't. That's who you're buying the ticket. That's for. who you're buying the ticket for. So you're, you're not buying it for Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yeah, or, or what's his name, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's you know what I mean, like that thing where it's like you just oh. spend half a movie with a human character that you're like, uh, I'm here to watch monsters fuck each other up. So it's a really complicated line that, as you said, if you're yeah. saying we are gonna really go deep and really say something thematically rich with this story, you have to like nail the characters and it's really hard for them Mm. to do that. And in that instance, Mm. you're very right that sometimes it's better to just watch the simpler one that knows what you want and gives it to you in a pretty like cut and dry way. I also think it is definitely a B movie, but it also felt like the budget was huge. (laughs) Like, cause like they have an incredible like miniature set, like that they are blowing up like hundreds of times. Like the, the, the costume, like, in when he, when he's like full body and he's walking through that, then you kind of get taken out of it a bit. But like zoomed in, I'm like, yeah, it's a monster. I, I buy it. Um, but yeah, like because like some of those scenes, especially there's that bit when um, he's like burning down the city, and um, they like I could see inside the miniature they had like lit up the windows and had like little silhouettes of people running. Jeez, like it's like so oh, much detail. That's hectic. It's like a sadistic level of detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want them to burn. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, how do you feel about that? Um, like, what do you prefer? Yeah, I think I wouldn't say I like enjoyed the movie as much as I feel like you guys have. But <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more of an appreciation for it maybe. Like, that's not something I noticed, that little saucy detail of the <laughs> Gamera's victims that are getting burned alive, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm keen to um, crack on to talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and see, like, also I'm thinking about some weird connections between the two of these. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I, I think we actually have done okay, like trying to pick a match for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think mm-hmm. we have as well. Let's do let's, it. Let's do it. Turtle time. It's, it's Ninja Turtle Turtle time. Mutant time. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, this particular movie came out in the year 1990 and its opening shot is of the Twin Towers and when you start Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you just think, wow, this is a powerful film. This is important and really historically relevant. Important (laughs) cinema. And and then April O'Neil, who's like the Turtles' um, human companion slash love interest, I don't really know, um, she announces on the news, instead of getting better, things have actually been getting worse. <laughs> they say how bad crime is in 48 different ways across three minutes. <laughs> it's literally just like, imagine if you watch the news and they're like, crime is bad. It's actually getting quite bad. The crime in the city <laughs> yeah. is worse and it isn't getting and any better. Like- it's like, shut up. <laughs> And I think she says as well, she's like, there were similar crimes by a ninja squad in Japan or something. It's like, uh, oh, literally. It's baffling. What do you mean similar crimes? Like people were also stealing TVs in Japan. What do you mean? And they're like, this particular pattern of of things is reminiscent of, uh, yeah, like a a traditional (laughs) clan. And it's like, how? it's just things being stolen. What are you talking about? Wild. And all the papers um, just say, like, it's bad. <laughs> like, you guys are dunking too much on April's incredible investigative journalist skills. <laughs> you, we don't have enough time in the movie to go into her detailed sources and research. We know she knows this stuff. Yeah, to, I think she's spot on. She's right. Instead of getting better, things have been getting worse. Like, she's great. To apply she's, our kaiju movie logic, I'm like, I want to see an all-the-presidents-men style <laughs> deep dive on April O'Neil's reporting. <laughs> April O'Neil. I want car um, parks, big trench coats, like secret yeah, meetings. Yellow trench. I'd be like <laughs> four letters, T-M-N-T. That's all I can say. And then people scuttling <laughs> away. <laughs> um, Zach, as like a turtle head, where yeah. d- where does this movie fall in like the canon? Like is this highly regarded? Or and also just, like, oh, that's the Zach, normie one. Zach, what's, you, what's your like, love? where does your T-M-N-T love start? Does it start with like... Were you like um, one of the cartoon people or like? No, so, where does so it come the weird from? thing is like I watched it intermittently as a kid, but like genuinely could barely tell you who was who. And then when we <laughs> went into the first lockdown this year, I just, I saw it like come up on Facebook or Instagram or something. And I was like, Total you know fever. I am going to fill this gap <laughs> in my childhood knowledge. <laughs> and I, and I literally just like went and I, I read a hundred and something issues of the comic and I watched like all the movies. Oh shit. Got, you got into got Turtles really like last into year? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's that's a new, baffling. that's why like the knowledge is so fresh for me. I think like I really recently accrued, it's like when someone's just learned a language or something, but, um, but yeah, oh, no. so like, interesting. Yeah. I think. Does for, it ever make you feel like um, resentful of your younger self? Cause you're like, God damn it. You could have been really into this when you were little and you could have had all the merch and stuff, but you, you only have gotten into it. You've gotten into it. No, because I know, think like now, now in, in 2021, I have like 
friends and social capital and a partner. And like, <laughs> if I had been really into it when I was younger, that probably would have made me a social outcast. That's true. This is like a back to the future. Yeah, like me, yeah, exactly. never mind. <laughs> like, um, yes, I liked turtles back then and now yeah. I am. Noah used to I say, no, 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 Noah no. used to exclaim, ninja pizza. Sometimes. I was going to say, we have like, th- I think there's like three generations of the turtle thing. There's either the like, well, this kind of excludes the comics, which is like really, like they're all really cool. I think I read like the first few, like the real intro one, but I haven't read much more than that. But like, uh-huh. oh my God, I'm love... the only person here that has not read. You're not a real turtle. <laughs> Ninja Turtles lore. There's like people who love the like, a... this is one of those real nostalgia things that like people who love like the 80s cartoon and also I guess this original trilogy. Um, and then I was like that reboot animated one with a song where it was like, one, two, three, four, turtles, <laughs> turtles. That yep, doesn't communicate yep. very know, well, but that's how it goes. And it, oh, yeah, such a good show. Damn, getting teary-eyed, so good. Um, and then there's, I guess, probably out there, some kids that like the new, like, Michael Bay ones where they look, like, yeah. roided out. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're that, out yeah. there. They're, those, I, I, that, that, that first movie was under, like, it was so poorly reviewed and there was so much controversy involved because originally a leaked script came out before they, they like made the the new Michael Bay one where they had ditched the turtles origins as like mutated turtles and it made them aliens. Oh, that's and right. Like, and what they the weren't going to call it, um, they weren't going to call it mutant. Like they were literally just going to call it. And like, that was the thing on Twitter was everyone be like, what? You're just going to call it Ninja Turtles. And they were like, yes. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Can you and imagine? I think at one point, I think that's why they ended up going to TMNT. Like it was like, it was not going to stand for anything. <laughs> it, was yeah. their name. it was so funny. Wow. They changed their names to Tionardo, Michelangelo, yeah, exactly, Nafael exactly. and Tonatello. And I remember you saying, I think Donatello is your fave, right? Yeah, I love Donatello. Why? I um, I find because he's like the like the funniest one in the context of like he's the turtle skeptic. Like he's supposed to be the kind of like he's the most underrated man in turtle. the comedy group. Yeah. Like he he he's like the machines guy. He that's in the song. He does machines, whatever that he means. Does he does machines. machines. And, yeah. And um whereas the others are like like, you know, especially in this original movie, like, you know, oh, yeah. Michelangelo I know people love Michelangelo. Shut up, Michelangelo. He thinks he's so fucking fun and funny. Shut up. It's not always about you. He didn't tip that pizza guy. What a dick. Yeah, and he also like... He also like has a really strange flirtatious relationship with April O'Neil, which yeah. I don't think is like very like that. And that weirdly continues in every iteration of the turtles. And I can yeah, absolutely. Understand like, why they stop don't making your play. stop making your supposed friend so uncomfortable in your presence. At the end, yeah. when she hooks up with what's his name, the hockey stick guy, Kate, Casey, Casey, Casey Jones, and they're all like, "Yeah, good job, Casey. Get it." You can see that Michelangelo is like, "I'm pissed." I'm yeah. not happy. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so true about Donatello being cool um, and Michelangelo being annoying and Leonardo carrying on the rich being tradition the of like any cartoon that has a group dynamic, the one that's the leader is so boring. They're just blue. I said this exact same thing to Anthony. Like the main guy is worst guy. Scooby-Doo. That always oh. happens. Scooby-Doo. What else? Um, like Superman. Fred, for Superman. Like Justice lame, League. boring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the worst. Leo is Leo is like he's also like a daddy's boy with <laughs> with, um, with Splinter. Like he's like always sucking up to him and stuff. And he would like, stab <laughs> he would stab his brothers in the back to get a single oh. touch of affection from Splinter. Right through that Jeez. shell. But he um 
yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know? I, I have this is a, a fact that I, I in fact told Eliza earlier and oh, blew okay. her mind with. So I'm curious to hear if you if you know this. Did you know I'm that so the turtles are not the same age? <laughs> like what? it's something that a lot of people don't even think about. But I, I this is a weird fact. Can I guess I who's the yeah. oldest? Can I try and get? Yeah. Are they all different ages? They're all different all, ages. All four. They of have them. to be. Okay. I think. Okay. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The oldest I'm gonna guess is Raphael. And then that's incorrect. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, straight out the bat. I'm gonna tell you you're wrong there, but that's okay. All right, I won't, I won't ruin the rest of them. You keep going. Okay, okay. Then number two, I guess I'll, I'll stick to thinking Raphael is number one, even though he's not. Number two <laughs> is Michelangelo. I reckon he's a child for being so old. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's too childish for his age. <laughs> he's already hanging on to his childhood. Yeah. And then, Even then it's Leonardo. And then the youngest is Donatello. And he's a real, like, genius. He's a, a wonder kind. He's a wonder a kind. Yeah, exactly. So so you got four out of four wrong. <laughs> Golden. <laughs> because you took such a lateral of, like, you're, like, thinking outside the box. But it's as straightforward as you'd imagine. Leo, <laughs> right. eldest child. Raphael, second, like second oldest middle child. That's why he has Donatello. a competitive relationship. Donatello oh, yeah. and then Michelangelo is youngest. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, see, you know what? Even you just saying that then makes me annoyed. These This trilogy of films doesn't really explore the fun dynamic between the four ever. Like in the <laughs> cartoon, you get great Raphael-Leo rivalry. The constant tension between them. It's a bit of a Jesus, Jesus Judas exactly. like kind of Raphael, and in the animated one, <laughs> the they really brought things with Jesus and Judas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, famous turtle. <laughs> um, in the animated one, they really make a lot out of Raphael yeah, yeah. being like, I'm my, I'm my own beast. I, I, I'm going to stop being held back by you punk little mutant brothers of mine, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Did hot you, um, lens to apply. Did you guys enjoy the the origin story in this movie? They're, they're like it's it's yeah. different to many of the other origins for the turtles, but it's a it's a good one. I like I love the puppet splinter. I really How enjoyed the cage. Say, the puppet splinter is adorable and actually like really incredible. Like the effects of yeah. that are really good. Oh, when he's yeah. doing his little like ninja moves, I like think, that, I believe that right. I generally think the effects for this actually work quite well. Like I'm like, you know what? You oh, actually geez. found a pretty good midway point. With this whole movie, I'm like this especially because in in the comic I, like there's more nuance to things that what the ip of tmnt becomes yeah. the movie was never going to be like it was yeah. always going to be this more like you know kid we're trying to make this mass market kid friendly thing that the yeah. sequels make so bad like a secret yeah, of the yeah. ooze they don't <laughs> use their weapons they aren't allowed to use their weapons because they didn't want to have violence in the movie so they fling around their fucking swords and nunchucks and then they just punch they don't actually use them. They just punch each other. So There's at least a lot in of this like one, hard cuts of them walking out of a room with everyone already on the ground. Like on the floor. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but at least we get some good turtle action in this one. Oh, yeah. This movie's like <laughs> quite violent at like, at like several <laughs> points. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I really think they struck a good middle ground with this, with this movie. Liz, do yeah. you like the action in this film? Um, I'd kind of... I would say it's not the main thing I pay attention to. <laughs> um, Are you trying to catch yeah, all those guys? I mean, gags? I like it when they flip around and stuff, but um, I think I'm more focused on like 
I don't know, just like weird bits, like when you can random see the guy inside Donatello's head. <laughs> oh, that was like, scary. Just for a little second when he opens his mouth, you can see the real mustachioed actor inside. Do you, oh, do yeah, you know totally. who the guy like, inside Donatello's head is, Eliza? Is that Corey Feldman? <gasps> no. It is Corey Feldman. Hey. No, but that's, he's just the voice. Surely he didn't have to do the oh, like yeah, that's good. strutting that's true. around inside. I don't know if he was. Oh, actually, actually, I'm not 100% on that. He might have been inside wow. for real. But he was famously dancer, not. So he was in the third film, but not in the second one because he was in rehab. So, oh, Corey. <laughs> the Corey. third one's where they go. Wow. Uh, is it okay? So, can we just talk briefly about because the third one is set in China, right, or like Japan? No, no, no. Back. It's in feudal Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feudal Japan. There we go. Nice. So this one though is that one really racist? Because this one definitely is. <laughs> um, the third <laughs> one is definitely racist, but in like really strange ways, like. For example, a long, like, or a, a weird explanatory piece of dialogue that is supposed to account for why everyone in Japan can speak English, which, which is something like wow. someone says, someone like turns almost cheekily to the camera and says, the English were attempting to colonize us at this point or some weird thing like that. So oh, like, wow. <laughs> there's a lot of like, this- strange stuff going on in that movie. Because the whole like yeah. IP is kind of built around the enemies being... Like it's really plays into like yellow peril thing, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the entire franchise and all of the action is built on like Japanese culture. Like it's yeah. so wild to me. There's a literal line. So I didn't actually catch this in the movie, but I'm on the Wikipedia now. I'm like, that's so bad. At one point, April O'Neil says to the Foot Clan, "What's the matter? Did I fall behind on my Sony payments?" The fuck? Yeah, so weird. Like a resentment of you know the economic strength of 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 Japan at the time, even though they're taking their culture. That's so also, baffling to why me. Why is April O'Neil playing bills to Sony? <laughs> like <laughs> in this, in this racist universe, doing? she's imagining. Why? She just has like a million DVD a standing players. Bill with, <laughs> it's like her addiction. I don't think she deserved to be hired back. I think she's a bad reporter. I don't think she got to wow. the facts. And I think you know she, yeah, needs to. I don't she, know. She needs to leave. Another leave cast my member who was alone. replaced as well. Oh, oh, really? I thought she did a good job. Yeah, she's. I can't remember who who they changed her to. In the first movie, it's Judith Hogue. I'm looking it up now. But in the second movie, um, it's someone else. I really I'm was like, not expecting you to be such a turtle fiend. You are a turtle head. <laughs> what do I call? I know, what do we call turtle heads? Shell heads. Shell. <laughs> Shell heads. Of course. Oh, Shells angels. Like, uh, maybe that should be my triplet in the attic. You know that it won't be. I'm just gonna say it. We'll put it in the show notes. You know that video of the person that's like a. It's just like I like turtles. She's like addicted. Does that? <laughs> now, you know oh, the woman no. <laughs> who's addicted to turtles, and she like lives. Yeah, with her she parents. has. They're like heads and stuff. She has yeah, the head of Michelangelo, and she's head. playing fighting with her brother, and he like hurts her, and she's like, "Ow, no, I'm I'm really hurt. I'm really hurt." <laughs> oh falls God. over. Good stuff. That can be wow. you now, Zach. You can carry yeah, on the exactly. tradition. <laughs> you should get some exactly. merch. Um, Guys, we've, <laughs> I feel like we've talked for too long about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles without mentioning Sam Rockwell's early career appearance as oh, one of the child henchmen. Yeah, what a star. What a little star. He, he had some lines. He does. He, he, he sells the emotional beat of them being like, I've, like, this is a family though. And then the, the Splinter's like, do you think this is your family? They're just using you to steal Whoa. and stuff. And then he's like, yeah, you're right. I think he does really well. Yeah, I mean, he's like he like does a good job of like somehow making the movie figure out the weird line between like Peter Pan, Lost Boys, and Child Soldiers. <laughs> like, yeah. he's really good at bridging that gap. I think like you can tell because of that um, 
kind of it it has that vibe of like war on drugs like post reagan era thing of being like oh, yeah, yeah, our yeah. kids are out here doing crimes and stuff and like i know yeah. there's also ads and psas of the turtles being like drugs are for losers man yeah and stuff. yeah, yeah and it's totally. like i think it's like for all their rebellion you know these boys they have some pretty nice conservative values and they just want they just want people to not do drugs and not have fun man yeah. it sells a pretty simple turtles. a pretty simple message about family that kind of that kind of you know hits all the beats pretty simple enough i'm i'm trying to remember as well cuz I, I i just blanking on this does does splinter in this movie explain the whole reincarnation thing or no <laughs> I don't think Dude, don't think what so. the hell? Okay. Wait, is this like their actual origin that's well, really heartbreaking? No, right it's now? just one of the many origins, but the, or, the 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 comic book, the most recent comic book origin is that they uh or like for a long time in the cartoons and everything, it was always established that Splinter, unlike the Turtles, was a reincarnated feudal Japanese warrior who um, had been warring with Splinter for a long time. Sorry, warring with Shredder for a long time. Shredder. Um, and then he came back as a mutant rat <laughs> at some stage. But in the <laughs> more recent they? comics, that <laughs> I think yeah, they just I make think... it that it's he's a rat. He's just the rat, and he watches his master train, and he gets really jacked while but, watching but his master it, train. But is it his master is like killed by Shredder or no yeah, Shredder? Yeah, his master's like, killed by Shredder. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And then before he runs away, he scratches Shredder's face and that's why he has scars on his face. Right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat attack. And the way the way they have Splinter like <laughs> mimicking the moves in the cage is so funny because it implies that rat, he was as intelligent before he mutated. Exactly. He wasn't even a mutant rat. He actually <laughs> was just copying him as a rat. That's so funny. But then he rat. says... The ooze made him more intelligent yeah. as well. So he's just like galaxy brain now. Can, yeah, can we yeah, yeah. discuss what we think about like the the fact that the turtles don't stop Shredder, Master Splinter does. Like oh, what we think then, that how that how we think that works in the film, as well as the fact that then they yeah, yeah, try yeah. and kind of take credit for it. Like they're kind of like, we did it, we did it. I'm like, you guys did nothing. You did absolutely Which, nothing. And then and then uh, the final blow is Casey Jones literally killing <laughs> Shredder. Yeah, he murders him. <laughs> he, he turns on the. Him. I mean, he comes back, but he murders him. Yeah, wow. And what is he? He's like whoops or something. Does he say whoops? <laughs> I think he does. He yeah, does he's callous. He way. makes a cheeky joke out of it, and he's got blood in his hands. Again, he's like, oh, I'm good at what I do. I don't know why. When he, he like beat up, he punched two people in the head and then they fell down and then he looks kind of to camera and he's like, oh, I'm good at what I do. And I'm like, I don't know, something about that was quite dark to me. I'm like, all you do is walk <laughs> around in the streets, you have hockey sticks and you beat people up. Oh, That's quite yeah. grim. And he's a failed athlete as well. So <laughs> I think he's quite a dark man, you know, but he's supposed to be fun, I guess, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, he's like, I mean, like a, the, I feel like the Turtles and April and Splinter are all, and even Shredder, are like quite detailed in the way they set them up and you kind of come to understand their like motivations. Whereas Casey just appears <laughs> as this like sociopath going and beating the shit out of people. And he's like, Absolutely. let me join your fun team. <laughs> Eliza, did yeah. we watch this one a lot when we were younger? Like, do you remember this movie? I believe we did. Yeah, I do remember it. There's like Zach at the start of this episode saying that, I made a funny that yeah. Splinter says at the end of the film. That is really like burned into my. I feel like you say that a lot, actually, and I didn't realize that's where I it comes say that. from. 
Man. Do but you- I remember um, so- something that I only, like, took in for the first time on this watch was, like, there was like a really weird scene where they're all getting to know each other and um Raphael does like impressions of <gasps> Sylvester so Stallone and, and James Cagney James and they all think it's so funny oh it's wait, is it Raphael that, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't sound like a very Raphael I thing think to it do. is which oh you know what I kind of can't tell Raphael and Michelangelo apart sometimes like it's hard I think, to tell if it's I think red Raphael orange, is like oh, don't do the Cagney and then he does Cagney. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, like wow. is so so funny this is a kid's movie <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> what kid is going to be like, ah, yes, my like, go-to Cagney reference. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I need legit. it. Yeah. I didn't like this movie as much on this rewatch, to be honest. Oh. Even oh though, you feel like okay, you remember both, Secret of the Ooze more, maybe. The, the thing that both these movies, yeah, I remember Secret of the Ooze more for some reason. I remember them like fighting <laughs> a jazz splinter. Yeah, Vanilla Ice and fighting Splinter under yeah. the deck or whatever, you know, like under and, the, on, Like a boardwalk? Yeah, like a boardwalk or something, yeah. Or like Duff. Super Shredder. Super. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Glad you're having fun there, Zach. <laughs> um, I, I just actually, both of these movies, the experience of watching them was just very like, oh, this just is the thing it is. Like, it's very simple. It's not trying to do much else. And with this one, I was just like, oh, it, it's such a fun, pro- I don't know, TMNT is a pretty fun property. And I understand that to make it this huge thing that they it became, it had to become pretty like, cartoony and simple but i'm like oh this movie's so lame for something that could have so many weird bits <laughs> i don't know there was something to like when they were fighting shredder and they were each coming back to talk to each other and be like got any ideas and stuff that i was like i don't know i wanted more like silly set pieces or something i don't know what i was expecting <laughs> just on this rewatch i was like yeah it's just the tmnts and they punch people and then they like go wow i need my Aww. pizza in me and then they like, keep going and that's about it you didn't like the terrence maliki and <laughs> second act where they go out into like a beautiful farmhouse and oh they're like training God. in the wheat oh, any mo- time far, movies take 30 minute movie. breaks <laughs> what? that's your favorite movies taking <laughs> because... 30 minute breaks for training exhausts me come on oh, but it's oh. like but it's, it's not even training it's essentially grieving like that's the bit that i like, this, <laughs> this children's movie is like okay Basically, Splinter's, in our mind, probably been killed. And, and everyone's, like, really bought badly wounded. Let's just go sit by the campfire. And kids, then we'll make some James Cagney jokes. And, you know, like, it's just, like, it's so it's so ridiculous. And also, that is the part of the movie as well that implies, like, it's, it's quite heavily implied that the turtles have mystical powers as well. Which, yeah, which they, is, they say yeah. like a full force ghost. Like yeah, they fully, yeah, yeah. he goes force ghost. Like Splinter appears and he's like, oh, you've finally achieved mastery because now you've understood that part of your training is your brilliant turtle brain. And they're like, <laughs> oh, true. And then there's actually a really sexy shot where they're like, it's time to go back. And it's like <laughs> dusk. Yeah, where they're like backlit. They look great. Yeah. Which actually reminds me though, that's one of the only well-lit shots in this movie because this movie's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> It's an yeah, ugly yeah. movie. Aww. You can't even tell. Okay, and I, if you're going to make a movie about four cartoon dumb turtles, the only thing you have to do is make sure that at every point I know which one is <laughs> which. Raphael yeah. and Michelangelo, their masks aren't even properly lit all the time. So sometimes I'm like, why is Michelangelo being so mean? And I'm like, oh, no, that's Raphael. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard. Yeah, it's a badly lit movie. I am, but it's fine. I just, I'm being so mean to this movie. I just feel like being cranky today. It's fine. I do. I, I, I have to say that this movie really ruins me for any CGI incarnation of the Turtles, though, because even though mm. 
like even though obviously the costumes are ridiculous in many ways and like they and the movie doesn't do a great job of differentiating the turtles at every turn like that just is so much more yeah it's just so much more fun to yeah. have real physical rubbery looking turtles than it is to have these kind of like you know cartoon or like hyper realistic turtles like i i i uh, yeah, and it, and it's almost the same with Gamera as well. Like, I really appreciated, like, the texture of it. I liked the idea that yeah. I could go up and hug them all. <laughs> yeah, I think they both have the quality of, like, both of these movies make A you realise that, that more tactile, lighter thing where we don't take it so oppressively seriously yeah. suits them better. Whereas with a kaiju film, I think there's an element of, like, you can do that take on it but it's harder to do and it needs to be done intelligently. With TMNT, I am like, this is kind of the only version of this I want to see because the comics, Mm. I'm like, that is just what it is. I don't really think you can translate that without annoying me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do you, Eliza, do you feel like watching this movie, like you'd be like, oh yeah, now I want to sit down and really get into Turtle War. (laughs) Into Turtle War. (laughs) Yeah. I think if I was... Six, probably, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember when I was really little, I did enjoy these and I frothed it when, like, in one of the shows we watched, they had a female turtle, Venus oh, de Milo. Venus de Milo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, as an adult, I'm like, uh, no, nah, I like, I, I mean, I guess I've already seen Secret of the Ooze, which, yeah. and I would rather watch that one because it has the great Vanilla Ice song <laughs> go Ninja, explaining go Ninja, what go. happened in the movie. Yeah, it's great. Which is famously um, still his most requested song. <laughs> so Wait, more than Ice Ice Baby? <laughs> Yeah, literally, like people like when they apparently when he's hired for events, they request Go Ninja Go more than any other song because it has this like fond memory in people's childhood. Poor dude. I just find it very funny that some people, like some turtle people, some shellheads, complain about being like, oh, that entry of the thing didn't take it seriously or whatever. And I'm like, Shut it's up! It's teenage mutant ninja turtle. Literally, <laughs> I want to. I want to see them dance with vanilla ice. It, but that's what I want. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Also, half the yeah. franchise oh, like is supposed to be a parody. Like the the whole thing is like um, of Daredevil. Yeah, of Daredevil, but it's also supposed to be a parody of X Men as well. Like with mutants, like it's supposed to be how ridiculous <laughs> it is does and all this kind of stuff. Does its existence not play? You can probably answer this more. I can't remember if they referenced this in the comic, but like, doesn't it play to the thing of like? How in New York, everyone's like, oh, there's like lizards living under the sores and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. All a play on that idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, the other thing is that like the the comic and some of the cartoon is really dark. Like not like, like no holds barred. Like this is very serious, gritty. Like people are like dying. Is that like turtle yeah. sex and stuff? Or? No, I've never, mm-hmm. I've never encountered turtle sex. There is a bit of like interspecies romance. But Ooh. like. No, no, no turtle sex. I will say I also have Splinter ever hooking up with April O'Neil. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I wish that's that's the that's the uh, fanfic we're all gonna write. But um, <laughs> no, but I, there are people who have like I've known people to have crushes on specific turtles, which I find pretty funny. Because <laughs> I like, imagine you're like, ew, I fucking hate Donatello, but Michelangelo. <laughs> they all look exactly the same, except they have a different strip of color. Oh, actually, they have slightly different kinds of green, don't they? As and well? the Venus I, de Milo one has. <laughs> Turtle boobs, that's literally it. But she, even she looks the same as the right. rest of them. Yeah. But I think like, I think like, you know, Eliza, that 
they have different personalities and that's something you can be attracted yeah. to as well. No, I don't care about that though. I just care about looks. So I also don't know. I just need to know what colour they prefer to wear. Because I've never animals. I've never met or spoken to the titular twin of Twin Picks. I don't know <laughs> if you guys are identical or not, which if so, this is so funny because you're basically saying <laughs> people who look the same, no crushes for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we look very different. And also, thank God she isn't here. I reckon this would be her least favourite discussion of all. All time. I think she would have walked out and be like, I can't handle this. <laughs> She'd be like, I'm done. I literally quit. We must compare these stupid films. Yeah. These great Let's films. Let's compare Sorry. the picks. Let's, Let's wrap it. this all up. And yeah, I'm genuinely curious to see what you guys I think. I am as well. I actually don't know what I'll say anymore. It's time to finally compare the picks. Both of these movies are about a kind of turtle that is somewhat <laughs> mutated, but only one has those turtles also being funny teenagers and cool ninjas. Um, I think one of the big connections between both of these is, as we've talked about in this dense, almost biblical lore of TMNT, <laughs> Um, they do draw from Japanese martial arts, culture, spirituality. Mm, I don't know, maybe. Um, and Ghidorah is just a straight up original Japanese kaiju movie. Is that something we can use to figure out which movie does its job better, do you reckon? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Or does it just, it's not worth thinking about in TMNT. I actually think it's this like is a big a one. Western thing for kids. I, I think this is quite a big one for which one does its job better because. The actual, like, the statement in reading some, like, of the reviews from the time of when TMNT came out, the thing that stood out to me the most was every single person was like, this feels like the ultimate version of what this IP is. Like, it just feels <laughs> like exactly what the TMNT is, is in this movie, be it, like, at, at that point in time. Like, I know it's not what the comic is or whatever, but I feel like it's, like, pretty effectively is this family film for like under tens with like ninja action and like silly jokes that kids will like scream at their parents and they'll, it'll make them get really bored. Like it'll drive them crazy after like a month. Anti-cigarette and gun and like yeah, gang yeah. sentiment yeah, as well. Pioneer's very wholesome message. Like I actually think it kind of does its job pretty effectively. I'm quite surprised at how much that job has soured on me in my old age. I'm like, oh, yes, whatever. Shut up, Michelangelo. Get a job. Sorry. Um, yeah, but uh, I would, whereas um, Gamera, I think, still I feel in its bones a little bit the essence of that these kaiju films can at times have something to say about humanity's relationship to nature and to the, you know, the creatures we have to share the world with and the way that we've ruined the world and stuff. And whilst I don't want this movie to be that, I'm fine with it just being a fun creature, like monster movie. I think it alludes to that in just enough ways that it at times does feel unspecific. And as such, my vote is 
actually <laughs> for those my, for my boys, Michelangelo, oh my Leo, gosh. Raphael, and Donatello. They get my vote. Wow. What do you say Zach, to that? Would you like to <laughs> deliver a rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Or have you made your choice already? I don't know. No, I mean, I think like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm locked. To, to answer like your other question, Eliza, like if we're comparing the two films on their capacity to respectfully <laughs> treat Japanese culture and tradition, okay. I think that TMNT loses quite, <laughs> quite significantly. Hands down. Um, uh, although great respect for Italian American traditions, um, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, I don't. I mean, like. It's weird because I feel like I've come at it, come at the turtles in such a strange way in that I like not necessarily coming from a point of nostalgia, just from kind of newfound interest. Um, so I really enjoy this movie for what it is in like, in that it is an incredibly kind of ridiculous fun time. And like you take the most absurd premise and you just do it. You just make it into a movie, which is is crazy to me but i will say i also like really enjoyed the just like quirky super in your faceness of um gamera even though there are a lot mm. of parts of it that just don't link up at all um or kind of go anywhere um mm. but um but yeah i don't know it's hard it's hard to pick between these two movies because um they pull off quite different things <laughs> i guess Oh, yeah. it's hard it's hard i don't know i mean i guess i picked tmnt just because i'm a fan from you oh, know man. from ye old last year um, <laughs> zach is there a is there a tmnt piece of media that is the ultimate for you like is this the best or are there i mean i like, like other like, ones i read i read in literally the space of like three weeks 113 issues of the the most recent run of the comics and i was like for someone who like is not necessarily quick to jump on doing that, I was like fully immersed and gripped. Um, so I found nice. that very enjoyable, but I also think for me, um, this movie is like probably my like kind of peak, like uh, what's the word peak fascination with the franchise is cause it's wow. like oh, yeah. so much, wow. it's just so strange. Like it's just so amazing that this movie happened and got made and had this crazy budget. And like, yeah, it was Jim Henson's yeah. last like work for his puppet workshop that he supervised, which it makes it kind of iconic in a way that you sort of can't argue with. hundred percent. And and on that note, I I saw someone on TikTok, um, who and it was like one of these TikToks where the the sound was, um, you know, now I have adult money, I can buy whatever I want, and the yeah. guy like walks into the scene and he's wearing like head to toe the Jim Henson outfit, like with Donatello's head. And wow. it, I obviously was like algorithmically picked for me because this was like clearly a three thousand dollar <laughs> costume, your and it had like six likes. And so I commented, being like, "Wow, do the eyes like are they articulated and moved?" <laughs> and he like messaged me back straight away, being like, "Unfortunately, no." <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I wanted to write back, being like, "Well, you got ripped off, sir." <laughs> You're like, well, you're lying wow. to yourself, then. <laughs> yeah, that's not Donatello. That's, that's amazing. Just some guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see those eyes, those distinctive eyes that do machines <laughs> famously. Exactly, exactly. So both of you guys are picking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm reluctantly picking TMNT because I have such a fond place for it, but I have to like Aww. 100% say I really enjoyed Chimera more than I thought I was going to. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What about okay, you? I'm, pick, 
I'm going to say I, I think Gamera I enjoyed more. That is so interesting. Yeah. I think you guys convinced me to like it and then dished me here <laughs> while you were like off like smacking I each other with like the IP of TMNT is actually very fun. Like I don't yeah. mind yeah. it being popular, you know? I think for me on this watch, the charm had kind of worn off or something. Or like yeah, that's I fair. think the jokes were like when I was little, I think I thought they were like charmingly adult and like mischievous and stuff. And like watching them this time, I was like, oh, my God, these jokes were clearly not made by a teenager. <laughs> no, not even by a mutant or a ninja. These jokes are made by some old guy, probably yeah. like some ancient old yeah. comedian who's like, well, slip on a banana peel <laughs> and stuff. Like totally. it just felt... Like, yeah, there's a charm and stuff, but I don't think it reached, um, yeah, a level of feeling like a iconic, weird genre-y object like Gamera has has emerged to feel for me. That's actually very <laughs> true. TMNT is always sold as one of those, like, good for the kids and good for the adults. Like, there's always something for the adults there. And I'm like, you know what? That is a lie. I disagree with you. And I probably <laughs> will not watch good this for movie kids. for a long time. <laughs> Literally, I <laughs> for the kids. Yeah. But there you go. Liz, you lost. Uh, you haven't lost before. I lost. I don't think you've ever yeah, lost. Yeah, I normally have really normy opinions, I guess. I always, always lose. I mean, the majority. Thank you, Zach. Well, you saved me. Oh, yes. that's okay. Congratulations. I, mean, I, I feel like, I feel like I, I, it's problematic that I like came to this podcast knowing that I, <laughs> TMNT would win for me. <laughs> but like, yeah. It's not problematic. You know, but I think also like it's interesting hearing that you two watched it years and years ago maybe now when i watch it in 20 years time i'll be like yeah the charm's worn off for me now <laughs> hey we've we've done like tokyo story and tokyo drift so do not stress about outcomes being predetermined on this podcast it does happen so sometimes big win for tokyo drift <laughs> <laughs> yeah tokyo drift swept big sweep wow i think it's time for triplet in the attic let's let's, let's go. do it inflict our turtle power on him <laughs> I don't know now it's time for a triplet in the attic we have to pick a piece of media that will make this double feature of Gamera and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into a triple feature. And let's kick things off with our guest, Zach. What did you pick that you think is like relevant to these two movies that you think people should know about? So I, I have picked something that in a weird way is a bit of a cheat answer because uh, it contains, <laughs> um, well, it kind of contains our four favorite brothers as well. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I picked a very recent release um, that I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about to introduce, which is that I, up until, up until this point, um, the comics that I had read, I had, let's say, acquired them in the most easy way possible online. <laughs> let's just, let's yes. just leave it at that. But there was we one love. coming out um, that I was like very excited about. So I went for like the first time in a very, very, very long time to a comic book store and I walked in and I asked, and I sort of looked around in the new releases. I couldn't see it anywhere. And I like gingerly went up to the woman working there and said, oh, um, where are all the um, IDW releases? And she said, oh, they're just over there. Is there anything specific you're looking for? And I went, um, <clears throat> uh, I am looking for um, TMNT, the last one, number one. And she said, oh, yeah, it's all sold out. Um, 
So I didn't get it that oh, wow. way. I ended up getting it the original way that I had been getting them. But uh, it is oh. TMNT colon The Last Ronin number one um, and a one of oh, five. Yeah. And it is a, a comic book that is set um, sort of in a kind of neo-Japan, New York City, but it's the Turtles, but 50 Ooh. years in the future. And that's only sick. one of there them. There used to be a really good future cartoon of the, where in Team NT, it was called Team NT, and they like yeah, went yeah, to yeah. the future. I can't this remember. Is, it was correct. This is like that, but it's an extremely dark version where three out of the Blade four Runner turtles vibes. have died and only oh one God. is left. Wait, who made it? Uh, the guys Don't who made it. the original comic. The P, his name is no, Peter we, Laird and Kevin Eastman. Or who which, made it? Which, which turtle survived? I can't Don't ruin tell that. That is the the big oh. reveal at the very end, the very last page. Um, well, I can tell you. Our listeners, there, place your bets. Place your bets on who it is, <laughs> and we'll tell you next yeah. week. But yeah, so so you know, there's and and the funny thing is, the turtle is um, wearing all four masks at once, so <laughs> you can't tell. I actually adore this. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. That's yeah, so and it's funny. really. It's, How um, is he wearing all four? I, well, he's kind of carrying some, and it, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. It, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. But anyway, I I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Um, I am very patiently awaiting issue two, which has been delayed. Um, very oh, of course it's him. Oh, oh of yeah. course classic it's him. turtles. I found being out who slow. it is. I found out who it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, it's a pretty he interesting, literally, interesting reveal. He looks like he's about to storm the capital. Literally, oh. <laughs> he looks jacked. His yeah, head to yeah, toe no. in SWAT gear. Wow, incredible! Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. And 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 subject of of much uh, controversy about those delays. By the way, people are very annoyed that it's been taking as long as it has. Mm. Which I didn't realize well, when I just rocked up and thought no one would buy this except me. <laughs> so it surely won't be sold. Yeah. Out. Did you did you feel like a rush of validation where you're like you were oh, embarrassed? But I actually, am, I am but one of a huge community um, <laughs> that loves these. No, comics. that freaked me out. I was like, oh my god, other people are confidently loving turtles. What do I do? Is <laughs> <laughs> this, this secret hobby? I guess I'll go be on my friend Eliza's podcast and talk about it. That's what I do. <laughs> what? This is like the exorcism of that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, um, not gonna lie, my triplet addict this week is pretty fucking good. Pretty clever of me. Um, essentially, just you know, where I can, I try to fulfill my role on this podcast as the random horror movie supply guy. And you know what this week's triplet addict is? Chud, which stands oh, for cool. cannibalistic humanoid, humanoid underground, underground dwellers. dwellers. So, Chud is literally about little mutant cannibal dudes that live in the sewers in New York City. Um, and it's pretty solid little little movie, actually. I actually find it quite, like, obviously all these dumb slasher, stupid 80s things are, like, very cheaply made and looking for dumb teens to come see them on, you know, drunk on, like, a Friday night or whatever. So I try to watch a lot of them in a similar state and I actually found this one quite <laughs> endearing. A lot of the times I'm watching them, I'm like, like I actually haven't said this to you before, Eliza, but I'm inter- interested to see what you think. Like, you know how Bloomhouse will release some random horror movie called like, tr- like you know, like Truth or Dare or something and it's clearly really cheap yeah. and not very good. But now what I do is essentially watch the equivalent of those movies in the 80s. You know what, do you know what I mean? Like in the 80s, Chud was one of those movies probably, you know? But I watched Like it, mainly sold on idea Yeah, just or like something. a filler random thing to get money. Whereas I watch them now like there's some nostalgia thing, but they're actually just crap. 
That's, you know? yeah. <laughs> Which I love that for me. It's just funny that whenever like Bloomhouse <laughs> release, I'm like, that's, oh, that looks like crap. I'm like, but that's the equivalent of Chud or the equivalent of, you know, Which cheerleading camp. So, so when is Chud from? Chud was made in 1984. Okay. Um, and so six years yeah. before the greatest movie ever, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, so I reckon, and also personal opinion, I reckon Chud would uh, they'd give the turtles a run for their money. I reckon. <laughs> but then, do the Chud have weapons, or they just eat you if they get you? No, nah, they just get down. They're dirty. Well, the turtles mean. have like swords. Come on. But they'd be too busy thinking of quippy things to say that they just get absolutely shredded. They'd be like, we're going to chow down on this chud. <laughs> and then they like get murdered. They'd be like, cannibalistic, <laughs> PU, and they'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, cannibalistic would be like one of their new exclamations. Yeah, they'd so be, like, true. Cowabunga. They're like, cannibalistic. You cannibalistic. Like, um, like chud, 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 you know, like, like chug. That's, I don't know. Well, oh, that's yeah. quite good. <laughs> Someone's like been reading a lot of TMNT. Turtles material. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Imagine if someone's improv set was exclusively just doing <laughs> the turtle humor. <laughs> that's a really funny idea for like a stand-up set, just being like, <laughs> I only want to write for the Turtles franchise. <laughs> These are my jokes. <laughs> so what's up with uh, Krang? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good stuff. All right, Liz, what's yours? Oh, um, those are both great twin pi- um, blah, 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 triplet in the attic. I told you triplets. it would be. My one is a Twitter account. Ooh. The first time. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you heard of this Twitter account? Wiki titles, singable to TMNT theme yes, songs? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to look it up so, right now. Yeah, they have 12.5K tweets <laughs> and every single one of their tweets is just the um, title to a Wikipedia article that you can sing in time to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. So, for instance, women's rights in North Korea. It's like <laughs> women's rights in North, North Korea. Korea. And you can just scroll through and just like, <laughs> oh, that's you know, so good. Richmond Oval, South Australia, Freddy's Thomas dead, Albert, the final Andrew Becker, Jordan Miller, figure skater. Da, 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 da. No, you know, like, and that's Tom Olsen, <laughs> rifle shooter. That's so good. Unfortunately, wow. Gamera the giant monster doesn't work. So. Gamera <laughs> the giant, giant monster. monster. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, it's hard. It's not great. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit dense. Oh, sorry. I'm really sorry. We will stop this podcast at some point, I promise you. But I have to mention, Raphael, <laughs> when he screams, sounds exactly like John C. Riley. That's all I have to say. <laughs> No one just around like, would be I don't know, guys. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. That. It's a bit of a that Raphael a thing. Noir. When Raphael's like, Master Splinter. Like, yeah, it sounds like Jesse yeah, well, Riley. Further contributing to the point that they have different ages, it is as if for some reason <laughs> Raphael is like from Jersey, but uh, Michelangelo yeah. is from Malibu. Hell- it's so a really Californian. Weird. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Coast Liz, thank you for that wow. Twitter account. I, I literally we'll just know. I just followed them. That's going to give me a lot of comedy in my life going forward. Great. Do Something you, we could all use. Do you two know, this This is my last, it's not even a fact, it's just a hilarious piece of information, which is <laughs> do you two know that who who plays Splinter in the Michael Bay movies? Oh. I've, I know who it is. It is. It's Tony Shalhoub. It's Tony Shalhoub, <laughs> Monk oh. himself. That's perfect casting. Because Splinter is kind of like, he's monk-like, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Not like Monk, the character, but he's like a monk. If you, know? you had to wow. do uh, another TMNT 
that would start filming tomorrow, who are you casting <gasps> as Splinter? Jeez. Whoa. A splinter? I don't know. Would you do like a sexy You can go splinter? so many ways. I've got two. Either you could do a Mads Mickelson. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do a Mads. Wow. Or you could do a Hugh Laurie as well. <laughs> bit of House MD. Hugh Laurie and like a, a few <laughs> like, little Stuart little jokes here and there as well. Stab them. Yes, yeah, Oh, my little. gosh. Yeah. Or you could, do, you could go like full Ratatouille, get Patton Oswalt as <laughs> the voice of, <laughs> of all the major rats. That's all, all the rats. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Connected universe. Or like Nathan Lane. I wonder if there's... Oh, Nathan Lane. <laughs> Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh, my God, Nathan Lane. That is so funny. That would be great. Eliza, what are you thinking? I'm trying to think, is there like a boy band of four people or is there like a group of four people you can just cast as Big Time Rush. Turtles? Just make it Big Time Rush. Or big Time Rush. Famously, yeah, One Direction would be a hilarious. T- like <laughs> British Turtles. Turtles take Zane, Well, Zane left the group first, so he doesn't get to be one. Michelangelo. Wow. It's like Kawabonga. <laughs> <laughs> this is really terrible. This is really bad. Really, really um, bad. Okay. Before we go, I need to thank our listeners for listening to this episode of Twin Picks. Yay. And if you liked it, go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review because your positive reviews will direct new listeners who are interested in this kind of thing to this podcast. We need to get the turtle so, law out there. People need to know. <laughs> They need to know. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely don't know um, whether me being here and talking all these very nerdy facts, like it's possible it's increased your following 300-fold or like you've lost all your decision. I just don't know. I reckon yeah. it's added an interesting flavor to the podcast we haven't had before. <laughs> and you know what? We'll see yeah, how the world yeah. reacts. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what else do we have feel to, free to Feel free to shoot us an email, please, at twinpixpodcast at gmail.com. And... You can also, if you want to, if you're after listening to this, you just want to hear about some more funky like film things or do some reading, roughcutfilm.com, a website that I helped to edit, has actually published, Zach in the past, a really good piece of his about Fussbinder and you should read that. A real departure from my turtle phantom. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) extremely. Um. Zach, thank you so much for being on the show today and giving us your expertise. You were such a fun guest. Thanks for coming on. Do you feel judged? Like, have we shamed you for your interest or anything? No, no. Do you feel validated? Yeah, this this is like the opposite of my comic book store experience. I feel like ready to go outside and just like scream, I love the turtles. <laughs> I am a turtle. I love being a turtle. <laughs> I, do, I do have a I, shirt that my friend gave me that's, that's of all the turtles and oh, it wow. says, I love being a turtle. <laughs> but I don't worry about I actually, I actually do think it'd be a bit silly if we didn't, before we finish this podcast, talk about. So on this episode right now, we have Anthony, myself, Zach and Eliza. And you know oh, what that means. Oh, before we leave, we have to do it. Well, then I want to say Anthony is Donatello because he does machines. Oh, obviously. He does, he does do machines. I've seen this. him do machines a lot. He's really good at them. Are you okay with and that, Anthony? And I think, Anthony? Noah, you're the Michelangelo. Fuck. No, no. <laughs> I hate him. I'm sorry. No, it's not I think too many, I am. Like, like hot takes and uh, like crankiness, right? It's, it's going to be rough. I was grumpy. I was grumpy. Yeah. It's true. Wow. Zach, I feel like you're – I. Okay, not to be like he is a lame character. No, you I know. I led know. us this episode I did. for our leader. I knew leader. it was coming. You were like a, pro, a really profound leader and like you're really intelligent and forward thinking. So you're Leo. <laughs> and then Eliza, I think that means you're Michelangelo. How dare can I, you? Can you, I, you I, I actually ever. think, I think Eliza's Splinter. I'm going to say. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yeah, I mean, that maybe we don't have a Mikey beautiful. on our team. 
Oh, I'm really proud of us. Actually, we're just a more efficient version of the turtles. Yeah, we, we cut just the done fat. With this shit. We absolutely <laughs> like, cut the fat. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. wow, good for us. And if you would like to watch the movies for next week's episode, we will be talking about Get Out and Tyrell. Really fun one. Uh, yeah, so you can watch along for that one. Is that all? That is, that's it for today. Lovely. We gotta get the shell out of here. Oh my God. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> Turtle power, my dudes. Turtle power. Bye. Thank yeah. you.